This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 603, Comic Reviews for the week of Wednesday, August 15th. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. This is episode 603. I'm your host, Adam Chapman, and this is our episode where we take a look at some of the reviews of comics released on Wednesday, August the 15th. Um, as I record this, it's the 18th of August, so I actually haven't had a chance to read a lot of these books, uh, but I've read, I've read a couple. I've read two, so let's talk about those two books. But before we do, let's just look at some of the books that did come out on the 15th, including Astonishing X-Men Annual, Batgirl, Batwoman, Cable Deadpool Annual, Doctor Strange, Ed- Edge of Spider-Geddon, uh, Green Lanterns, Infinity Wars, Justice League, Peter Parker's The Spectacular Spider-Man, Star Wars, Poe Dameron, Thor, Tony Stark, Iron Man, Weapon H, and Weapon X. Uh, the books I did get a chance to read, the first one is Batman. Uh, this is written by Tom King, artwork by Lee Weeks. Um, now, I definitely enjoyed this, although I felt that it was a little bit, not less enjoyable than the last issue. I just felt it was more a good um, showcase for some of the beautiful artwork that Lee Weeks can put out, but... I was a little less invested as an actual story. It's a lot of Bruce Wayne talking um, about the idea of God and how people kind of put Batman above uh, to be this infallible thing as if he is like a God um, when that's not necessarily the case. And I felt that there was so much about that and I felt less about actually deciphering the case and figuring out why they would decide that Freeze was not guilty. Um, So I was a little disappointed on that I just felt it was a little bit less of the legal case I was expecting and more of focusing on this, you know, kind of him soliloquizing or just delivering a soliloquy um, uh, or this big, you know, inspired conversation about, you know, what Batman is to both Gotham and to him and what he's put his faith in and the idea that he's also has, you know, he's shaken right now because he wasn't used to being happy and now he is and he was happy, I mean, and then now he's kind of recovering from that. And so I, I didn't necessarily enjoy it as much as I thought it would as a result. I thought the Lee Weeks artwork was fantastic. I just thought that the scripting a little bit was, you know, a little bit overblown. I was kind of like, okay, I get it. But, like, it kept going on. And it's not that I didn't enjoy it. I just felt like, from a plot perspective, it just felt like not a lot really happened. And we didn't even really get to see the exciting part, which is him really actually convincing and turning the tide and getting Freeze allowed out. Like, I just felt like that part was missing. Instead, we just got a lot of, you know, him you know, passionately describing his relationship with Batman, which is interesting, but just not what I, I don't know, not even, not, it's not that I didn't want it. It just felt like it went on too long and I got a little bored after a while and I, I was like, I get it, but like, show me the interesting part. Show me the actual part that makes me wonder how he was able to achieve this as opposed to just kind of running right by it. Um, the idea at the end where, you know, he wants to, you know, Alfred has to get him ready a suit, and he's like, "Please prepare the original suit." It's very cool. I'm excited to kind of see what that's going to look like going forward. Um, what does it mean when Batman needs to remember who he is? I think that's a really interesting concept, but that's not what we're getting in this issue. Um, so I think that this issue, I'm just trying to think. Like, I love the Lee Weeks artwork. I think it's masterful. I just thought the story left me a little bit cold. So I'm going to give the issue a seven. It's still a good issue. It's just. More, I think it's more artistically pleasing than uh, from a, a visual standpoint than from an actual writing standpoint. At least that's my take on it. Uh, the next issue I had a chance to read was Extermination. Uh, this is Extermination number one. I actually greatly enjoyed this. I thought it had a great sense of pacing. Um, it definitely, you know, kind of grabs you. Um, it's by Ed Brisson and Pepe Larraz. I thought it had a really good sense of 
who the characters were. There's a lot of danger here. Um, you know, there are consequences. Um, if you're going to start a big kind of, you know, not necessarily a big crossover, but a big monumental kind of X event, this is how you got to do it. You got to ratchet up the stakes. They kill off a character, which I actually thought to be very surprising because I did not expect that in any way. Uh, they're bringing in Ahab and the Hounds, and that kind of obviously ties into th- recent things that have been going on with Prestige, which is still a stupid name. But I just want to call her Rachel Summers. Um, and then Iceman, you know, gets hunted, and then Cable goes comes to protect him. Um, but that doesn't necessarily work out that well. And then, uh, cable gets executed, at least it would appear so. Um, so, you know, two kind of major deaths that occur here, although with cable, you never know. Um, also like the idea that when they finally find him and then, you know, they're, they're obviously freaking out about it and Rachel's freaking out about it. Cause that's her brother. And then Jean Grey shows up and, you know, this is basically her kid. So, I mean, not really biologically kind of, it was her clone. So not really biologically hers, but still biologically hers. How does that work? Um, <laughs> Like, she didn't give birth to the child, um, but she definitely, like, helped raise the child. So, I guess, you know, it's still her son, but it's just interesting how that works. Um, so, I, I really liked, you know, the two genes kind of consoling each other. Um, the big kind of reveal at the end that it's actually a younger version of Cable. Uh, specific, like, they specifically do call him Cable, a.k.a. Nathan Summers. If they do kind of a... Uh, it's interesting he's kind of wearing a costume that doesn't look that different from what the, X- the X-Men Blue characters were, were wearing, which is interesting. Uh, what does it mean to see a young Cable um, who would appear to not have, uh, you know, uh, the virus? Like, it looks like he's not really having to deal with any type of organic virus by the looks of it. And how, do, how does that make sense? It looks like he has a regular arm. Uh, like, what's going on? Uh, a lot of questions. I'm really excited to see where we go from here. So far, I think it's a really good ride. It definitely sets the consequences and the stakes up really quickly. Um, so I very much enjoyed it. And I'm very excited to kind of see where they go from here and how the storyline gets further developed. Um, yeah, I think this was great. I'm actually going to give it a nine. I thought the Lorraine did an amazing job. I thought uh, Brisson really kind of brought you up to speed really quickly on who these characters are and why we care. Because um, it can be hard. There's so many X characters, but again, the focus is you know relatively narrow. Um, I love that Jordan D. White, the editor, shows up as one of the uh, people um, protesting mutants. Um, so I, th- I just thought this was excellent. Really well done. Um, really liked the art, really liked the story. Um, I, again, I thought it kind of, I, what was it? X-Men and humans, the, when they had their big kind of versus crossover, when the first couple issues felt like very strong and had a real sense of purpose and, uh, weight. And, um, they also had a sense of, uh, momentum. And I feel like the momentum here really picks up really quickly and I'm excited to see where we go from here. So that I'm definitely going to give, uh, a nine out of 10. And so that is it. That is uh, this week's reviews episode. It's only two issues, but, uh, you know, some pretty big releases. I mean, Extermination is a huge one, and Batman's been getting a lot of buzz, obviously. And the only other kind of major ones I didn't talk about this week, I guess, was, uh, you know, Infinity Wars and Justice League. I guess those are relatively big, as well as the beginning of Edge of Spider-Geddon. Um, so we didn't talk about those either, but I'm sure I'll get caught up and read eventually those uh, those issues and the ones to follow and maybe review them on a future show. So thank you for joining me for this episode. You can rate and review the, the show on uh, Facebook. Sorry. You can like us on Facebook, rate and review us on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and you can also listen to us on Stitcher. Thanks again for joining us, and we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.